the adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. Man, we we are on a holiday express going full speed towards Christmas, like nonstop. Choo-choo! Yeah. <laughs> Loves that enthusiasm. I was, it was like, I am exhausted. Like, we were at the mall. We were trying to get some last-minute gifts, and the, the absolute chaos erupted because the Lego store had a massive sale on. Did they? Yeah, there was a lineup for blocks. Oh, my God. <laughs> you had to throw this in. Probably the tail end of the year. Got to get the dad joke in. Oh, I don't... Did you see it coming? It felt like you you saw that one coming. No, no. Okay. I was I was actually legitimately... I'm like, is there a Lego sale? Because that was on the <laughs> Santa list and I should know about it. I mean, so, it's, so instead of being like a... It wasn't a moaner because it was a bad joke. It's a moaner because there was no truth. Because there's no sale. And now I'm <laughs> <So> like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. All right. Sorry, buddy. Wait for I'm Boxing Day. Yeah. It's like real Christmas is after Boxing Day. That's right. Yes. Kids are all getting money. We're going to go for the sales. This is yeah. uh, this how the economy works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, welcome to the show. The uh, Quick question out the bat. What, what are you playing the most at the moment, Jeff? What what game is oper- taking up most of your time at the moment? Myself? Yes. Is, is my Steam Deck. And okay. all the games on it. Okay, so you're just hopping around playing, playing yeah. a whole bunch. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, someone embarrassed to admit it, but like I, I mentioned it to you, and you laughed your head off. So we thought it was a good thing for the show. <laughs> like I, I have the Xbox, which I absolutely adore. I had the gaming PC that I purchased for some Black Friday deals, which is amazing, and I love it. But the game that I'm playing the no, most. No, hold on. There's what? a retro console in there somewhere. Didn't you get like a retro handheld? Oh, that's right too. I do have that thing. So okay, yep. that's my travel buddy. So I got all this yep. Christmas travel coming up. That usually comes along with me, knocking some uh, Donkey Kong or some Mario on the yep. go, which is always great. So I got so I have a whole world of <laughs> consoles and everything else that I could be playing. But the game that I continually come back to, the game that I'm most playing right now is VR Golf. V- on my quest to wow like, just like i am i am swinging it, it is a, it feels so stereotypical dad it does just this is like dad to a t huh ah, oh there we wow go. nice getting it come on it's a show of puns everybody That's right <laughs> but man it, it just has its hooks in me there's something about it you can usually do you know, a quick, like, you can I go to the driving range. You can practice. You can do, like, nine rounds. Uh, it, and the feel of it, they've really, as far as a title that showcases what VR could be, they've done a really excellent job. Because you okay. can, because it, it's not trying to be, it is relatively pre- precise as far as your actual swing. And I, you know, I used to play golf. I kind of enjoyed it. have not really had much time after becoming a dad. And it the swing until now until now <laughs> <laughs> and the swing mechanics feel great like generally speaking if like you blow it like it's going to represent itself that way but it's one of those things where it takes it would be almost good enough to say okay here's this experience but in vr like on your face like wherever you are okay but the the extra parts that they do though around allowing you to just zip about the course anywhere you want you can go into what's called giant mode 
and you go up like a thousand feet in the air and you're looking over top as if the course you're on is like just this micro little thing so you can kind of plan out what you're going to do next. You not, can play... not attacking with the golf club, not like no. King Kong <laughs> that Godzilla. Would be, that would be pretty sweet. You go into other people's games, you swat yeah, down just... their balls. <laughs> you hit them, you go. You make them fly going out. Kicking golf carts, yeah. No, yeah. I'm ready for that game. You can hook up with other people online. So one of the uh, the big hopes I have for the new year is I know, and I know my brother's son, like family, doesn't listen to the show, so I can say it. That's good. Yep. A uh, VR headset's going into their household, and uh, I'll be either gifting him this game or he'll buy it himself. We're going to be able to play online because in real life we have been trying desperately to play golf with one another, but we live eight hours away. Right. So that we'll be mm-hmm. able to get connected with. So I don't, it just, it's, it feels funny. I have Game Pass. I have so many games. I was playing recently the High on Life, the new one oh, from the crazy Rick and Morty. It's hilarious. It's awesome. Yeah. And yet somehow the game that continually pulls me in the most <laughs> is this stereotypical dad experience <laughs> of golfing in VR. Yeah. Yeah. This is something, man. I don't know. <laughs> like you cut a couple episodes. You're talking like God of War, Ragnarok, and like yeah. again, you're mentioning Game Pass and all this stuff. And you're like, no, man, this VR golf is. I have on the go at the moment. I have High on Life, yeah, which is hilarious. I have God of War, Ragnarok, like game of the year, basically. Yeah, I have Elden Ring, the actual game of the year. Oh right, yeah, right? that's I, in I, there. I, that's I in the mix, whole... <laughs> right? And... VR golf, man. VR I don't know golf. What to tell you. And, the, and this is how bad it is. This is how depraved it's become. Is that one of the items for my Christmas this year was I asked for the golf handle extension <laughs> for my VR controller. Okay, everybody <laughs> listening, this is the guy. This is the guy that's making those accessories sell and they're making more of them. Anytime that you walk by, you're like, what? Why would I buy this? Why would, who buys this? <laughs> this dad, this podcasting gaming dad buys uh, it, apparently. Oh, my. I know. I, it would just like, it feels kind of funky to swing with the controller itself. And like, those things cost like 20 to 30. So it's like that perfect kind of gift range. Yeah. It's like, it'd be kind of fun. I really like it. I've... I will give it, I will give it to you. Um, like, actually maybe accentuating the golf swing with an attachment like that do you know what mm. i mean because i'm trying to i remember playing everybody's golf i think in vr yeah and just like it still feels like you're just swinging this controller it's just <laughs> yeah. gonna leave your hands and go through the tv so i can imagine like at least some sort of weight on the end yeah. of it to give you that club this kind of feel it gets crazy there's some where i think they're like more 60 to 80 dollars but it comes with like adjustable weight Oh, so you're like not going to go for the premium one? Why don't we no, go for the buddy, premium <laughs> I have some. <laughs> Give me dad credentials left, please. Your sir. brother's going to get this thing. He's going to get the premium model, and then you'll be like, what? I can't play against him on that. <laughs> oh, I hope so. So I, I don't know what to tell you. It's just, again, I, the way they've implemented this game is just very fun. And the other, like they have daily challenges where you'll go to a driving range, and there's this huge circle in front of you. And you nail the ball, it, it explodes in the most video game fashion possible. Then another one shows up, and then another one. So there's all these like kind of, again, what I'm most excited about the VR space is not so much congratulations, it, it plays like a playing golf. Okay, right. fine. It's more, you have this entire digital capability. So what would golf look like if you didn't have the physical limitations of golf and, and to see them start to kind of get into that and explore like what it could be and how to optimize it like oh that's just a blast Bob, nice. look at this shun me uh, laugh at me if you will <laughs> hey you, 
you have those virtual pints on that golf course <laughs> all you want man. oh there's man there's beer i'm telling you like i'll put it here's the gaming dad mix the 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 big relaxing part last year was have a gaming dad bath so it was to like put on netflix or uh prime or just some other kind of movie go to uh have a beer have like a super hot bath and like that was the sunday it was amazing still recommend right. that for gaming dads by the way get over yourself have a damn hot bath it's awesome yeah. <laughs> now it's like so i'll put this on i'll have a beer going i'll put like netflix i'll put like a comedy special something i don't really need to watch yeah so i'm like laughing my head off i got this great show i'm just swinging away having a having a nice little round having a pint yeah time of my life wow you have it all set up that that sounds like <laughs> quite the experience Sounds like quite the dad move, I think. So. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, hey, any other gaming dads out there, are you with me? Do you want to do a round of golf? Or if you want to shun me and replace me on the show and uh, find another <laughs> ga- actual gaming dad for Jeff, <laughs> let, reach out to us at our Twitter, at NewDadGaming or NewDadGaming.com. Uh, so I want to speak quickly to a friend of the good friend of the show, Jeremy, who had sent us a recent study that was done. And... I, <laughs> I tend to be careful, a little bit careful with these sort of studies because it's it's this is sort of what I want to hear. Right. This reaffirms <laughs> everything. Yeah. So. It's, it's like this is this is the true one. But it I think it's in line with many things we're starting to see come out, and it's kind of good to have in your back pocket as we're discussing gaming and what it means to the modern family as we move forward. The largest study yet in the into the effects of playing video games on children is out, and it says that kids who play video games at least three hours a day show better cognitive skills and impulse control. That last part is surprising. Yeah, the guy <laughs> I was kinda of, that's what it wasn't it was, <clears throat> you would you see these type of headlines sometimes where it's like, hey, Video games can teach like better motor skills or better yeah. empathy because of like relating to characters. Fine, right? But like the two that really got me was like over three hours. Yes, right. That, that feels like a lot. And, and impulse control, really? Yeah, I mean at three hours too, right? So if you're doing three hours and then you're like, all right, no more video games. <laughs> I would like to see that control that comes off there, but. Yeah. Uh, I imagine it's yeah spaced out and stuff, but mm. I, I can see it. Like I, I can, I can definitely. I, Minecraft showed a lot of, mm. I think what this is suggesting. So yeah, interesting. No, I don't know if it's like my kids where they they control their impulses because if they don't, they lose their video games. Oh, it could be that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no wonder. Yeah. Study wins because the dads are there to. Yeah. <laughs> rain in them take it away but no i was really happy to receive that so thanks jeremy for sending that along to us and i think this type of stuff will continually come out i think along with being responsible being balanced there's also being informed and not being afraid of the medium and there it can be a force of good within families when applied right right look vr golf jeff is basically exercise <laughs> is what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah you're right there socializing impulse control you got it uh, now, to get your kids to have better impulse control, maybe you do bring them some games. How are you finding your the game wish list from your kids? And that is that even a thing anymore in gaming households? It's funny because the wish list doesn't exist on paper anymore. So I don't know if you've done this, but we have a Google Keep list. No, oh, come on. <laughs> That's so honest much. to God, it makes it Aww. so much easier. And then it gets emailed to Santa. So, like, you don't even have to do the letter part because, really, like, I think 12 and 9, they should be getting out of it, but they still believe. 
So Santa reads the Google Keep um, lists, and it's just easier to coordinate with other people. Anyway, that aside, the wish lists were no video games up until like last week where mm. one video game made it in. But I was kind of worried because uh, like that's usually like a thing to buy from that's pretty easy to, to get mm. pretty much anywhere. And so uh, when the video game came down, I'm like, oh, maybe it's one that I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these games is great. Because I'm like thinking like, again, Crisis Core released, right? Um, there's Sparks of Hope that Mario and Rabbids. I'm like, oh, maybe they want to play right. that. So I'm like guiding them. I'm like, those were fun, right? Like we want that. Okay. Let's watch Let's watch the trailer again. Let's let's, yeah, see. exactly. Let's see what Wouldn't this is Wouldn't this be about. great? Uh, but no, Pokemon Violet. Violet and Scarlet, they mm. made the list. So, which okay. I know there's a lot of flack in the community because of its, you know, it's not the greatest uh, in terms of what came out, the product, mm. but these games are killer for these kids. They love them to death. So that made the list. That is what's on the list of Santa. That. Not, not quite a number one on your Jeff's list, I'm taking it. Not quite. Uh, Witcher 3? Uh, are you sure, kids? <laughs> okay. Listen, you put Geralt in this Pokemon game. I am I'm signing up. It's like, I'll meet you in the space there. But mm. uh, yeah, it's just one that I, I won't really get into. But it's funny that video games weren't really top of their mind. They were not there this year. And I think it might be due to a lot of the subscriptions we we have and stuff, right? So... Yeah, it just wasn't wasn't on their list. Yeah, and that's exactly where we're at. Is the I was having a conversation with my mom. We were coordinating presents, uh, and it's like, oh, why don't you just get them a game? And you think about it for a second. It's like, no, the problem is like they they have the buffet, like <laughs> they have right. more games than they'll ever be able to play, and they have like a they have their core contingency. There's like a good six they love, and then every now and then they just pop onto Swap Game out. Pass. They'll grab yeah. a couple extra ones. Like the, the switch has certainly fallen by the wayside. It's it's in our household. It's really become the uh, guest game console. So when other oh, people come over, it's um, you know they'll play Mario Kart, they'll play Mario, they'll play uh, Mario Party, like Bing Bang Boom, Smash Brothers. Yep. But when it's them playing, it's really like it's either the Minecraft machine, which is on the Switch, or just everything else, the entire world of games on game pass and one of those the unforeseen consequences has been much like your host just household just where it's what games do you want for christmas well you ha- i have them all i have I, them all i got I've every collected single them one. all <laughs> what, what game what other game would i possibly need yeah which is funny because it's like they're not worried about their own backlog but here we are struggling with ours we're like <laughs> I don't need any more games because I just can't oh, yeah. handle it. And meanwhile, they're like, I have them all. Like, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah, the back. I could, I could be, I could go without a new game for, Lord, probably like five years at this point. Honestly, probably the same here as well. Like, if you actually hunkered down and and play the games you own, to, <laughs> you know, final end dungeon end boss complete mm-hmm. over, yeah. Yeah, and we'll, we'll even we'll leave out all the Final Fantasy onlines as well. As far as because <laughs> like, it just isn't going to just play a couple that for years. Up. Just there, yeah, yeah. So it, it's been an interesting thing to note. I think it's probably something that gaming dads are going to start to see a lot more in the coming years as PlayStation subscription, Nvidia subscription, Xbox Game Pass. If yeah. Amazon's Luna ever takes off, like, is it, that ever going to take off? We maybe grandkids. Maybe. Who knows? Yes. Wait, you never know. We will wait and see. <laughs> now, one game that your kids have been introduced to and seem to be taking a liking to is Grounded. 
yeah. which which seemed like I, I was very interested in this one because it does seem to be kids in the backyard shrunk a la honey honey i shrunk the kids yeah and i was kind of curious if it would be of interest to kids themselves so what's been the experience yeah, so this is my nine-year-old that's picked this up, not even mm-hmm. the 12-year-old. So my nine-year-old was interested in seeing it, again, through <laughs> YouTubers, because why not? Mm, and uh, they got really interested in those gameplays and downloaded this one. Obviously, very easy to do when you don't have to pay for it. Loaded it up and had a blast. They were talking about this game nonstop <laughs> for days, wow. for days. And I was mm. worried that, you know, this... It, it looks like a fun game, but there's a survival aspect to it. There's lots of things yeah. that can go out and, you know, you know, bugs can be scary. Who knows? It's a nine-year-old. They can mm-hmm. go to sleep at night and be like, oh, my God, all of a sudden I'm scared of spiders or something, right? Because oh, they're God. giant. I don't want to um, shrink, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. But um, they, again, just grab hold of this game. They're having a great time in it. The crafting aspect, it, like just doing your own, like, little base Mm-hmm. Um, there is like a sandbox mode that they said they, they've played with, so they don't have those threats of, you know, mm. defending too much. Okay. But they, it, they're just laughing like crazy. They're playing this game, laughing, having a blast. Like, and it's not one that I would have put on my radar for something them, yeah. for them to pick up. It just doesn't seem like one of, one of the games that they even were going to look at. So I will happily say grounded for a nine year old. I don't. Hmm. Yeah. It was. It sort of flew, not under the radar because I, I think it came with a decent amount of coverage. Like it, I didn't, yeah. I didn't yeah, miss yeah. it. I knew of this game, and even you watch it, and you kind of get the the sense of it. In at least on Game Pass on Xbox, it immediately upon its release, it's like grounded, like grounded, grounded's here. You can finally play, but just didn't see much fanfare compared to like other games at the time, and haven't since really. But it certainly piqued my interest, and like the the fact that it is, I suppose my hope. My projection would be okay since it has kids in the game, right? They're they're going to keep it within a certain bandwidth, right? Like (laughs) throw the kids off or drown them in a mud pit or something. Like no, welcome to the murder dome. (laughs) It's blood and guts. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem like that, but it does seem like their version of like a sea of thieves, right? Like Hmm. they're constantly adding to it. There's a holiday thing that's in this game, so my kids are setting up like a holiday tree and lights and stuff so just things to keep them interested and the fidelity on the fidelity on this thing like it is great it is a beautiful game and i mm. wasn't getting that from the trailers so they've kind of upped their game on this thing like i might want to jump in and just see what it's all about and it's again nothing that i would really be interested in or put on my radar but mm. yeah just watching them kind of pick it up and play and have fun um tons yes. of stuff in there that you can do too and a lot of options um mm that you can turn off and on for certain, you know, sensitivities. I think they have the arachnophobia mode, so you can turn off all the spiders kind of oh, thing. that's awesome. That's so, nice, yeah, man. stuff like that, right? That, that 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 really makes me think that it's very child-friendly then, in the sense yeah. that, like, that would be, well, and some adults, of course, are very scared of spiders too, yeah. but yeah. the fact that you can kind of have that tweaking. And I always adore when they have um, um, fun mode, like when they turn, you right. can turn off survival and just explore the world and, Learn it, it, right? Yeah, you're not like constantly on edge. You'd be like, I don't know how to pick up this thing because I never learned and yeah. pressing all these buttons. So no, it's one to again. If you have Game Pass, there's not a not a problem to download this one and see what's up. Hmm. So, how about we take a trip back? Let's go back uh, ten years. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's go back. Let's go back to your first uh, smartphone, <laughs> if you God. want. 
Wow. Do you, do you remember Angry Birds and uh, Cut oh. the Rope, Jeff? Yes, I do. <laughs> well, back in my day. Back in back when mobile games were mobile games. That's right. There's no microtransactions. You bought a game once. So I, yeah, my two have started to get heavily, not heavily, they, they've started to play Angry Birds and Cut the Rope. Interesting. And, wow. Yeah. Now, part of it is because I'm allowing it during the week. Okay. Where it's just like, okay, as long, when everything else is finished. Yeah. You know, you've done your homework, you ate your dinner, you were good at school, you were nice to mom, like everything, all the other boxes have been checked. You know, let's, we'll sit together, three of us usually on my iPad, and they'll just, you know, we'll do some of this, some of these games. Seems, seems terribly fun. And the, <laughs> the reason I'm kind of allowing it, and maybe you'll dissuade me of my nonsense if it exists, would be <laughs> it, it feels borderline educational. Okay. And, and, and not educational, just at very least the it's not reckless, silly fun nonsense. It is puzzles, it is problem solving. In the case of Angry Birds, it's very much like physics, right? Because it's like you have yeah. to chart the trajectory in the case where the bird has to separate into three, you're choosing the right moment to do so. So there's a lot of trial and error. There's you know experimentation, which I kind of liked. So as yeah. much as like, look, it, it is a game. That's not this isn't. You're not going to school. No, I get it. <laughs> but, and I'll say too, like the, the path that led to it was my oldest has homework every night, but then my youngest is, you know, he's wanting to play with his older brother. So I started to say like, well, why don't you and I start doing some homework together too? Like you you know you don't have any officially, but let's just start getting some stuff done. So I I started to bring out the iPad and we were doing math, we were doing spelling, you know, we do a couple. I'd I'd get a bit of learning in with him right but then after he's done that you know we've kind of filled up that cup <laughs> for the day yeah. as much as much as a five-year-old will go and then it's like can we can we maybe play something dad and then like we have these two games and it's like if we're gonna play something this kind of seems at least not silly not nonsense overly. like boom shoot games like this it feels like it's of a beneficial path am, am i completely off my rocker am i coping and hoping for the best here speaking of like decade old games am i off my rocker um no i think you i think these can work i thought you were going to say something like fruit ninja which is just like recklessly dragging your finger across the screen but uh like another old game but no i think cut the rope and angry birds at least there's something there to figure out the puzzle aspect of it right yeah it's it's presenting you with a problem and you have to figure out the solution so whether that be physics weight you know, I smash this thing and it falls into the other thing, or I need to use this certain tool to complete this puzzle. I think that develops, like the quote from our friend of the show that says, you know, the the developing that cognitive ability and impulse mm-hmm. control and stuff. So I think those things work in these two games. It is weird and a blast from the past for you to mention those app names, though, because it, <laughs> these probably were the first two apps I had on my smartphone at the time. Yeah. Way back. Angry Birds, like it was really impressive to think back to Angry Birds, because I, I cannot remember another game that, again, it is one of those much like the VR stuff that I was talking about before. Like there was games on the phone, yeah, but they weren't really of the medium. It was more people trying to figure out how to take an Nintendo game and shove it onto yeah, that, or fit. yeah, or find the word, a crossword, or whatever else you would be. Angry Birds really felt like of like mobile first. Like this was built for a smartphone. Like the shape of the levels, 
the physics of actually like dragging and slingshotting something across. Yeah. Like really, really felt like one of those first breakout hits of the mobile one. So, so it's been kind of a blast to like go back and visit it. <laughs> Remember this? Remember you're these taking, times? You're taking your kid through like the digital museum of our past. You're like, come on this journey with me, son. <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, we should get the proper education of a kid. You get them the tiny NES controller, yeah. NES like system. Have them play all the ones you have SNES, and eventually like it's like. And then there was the first mobile games that the kids ever yeah. played. Yeah. Oh, back in my day, son, you'll never believe what this was. <laughs> I want to hear the conversations with his friends at school. It'd be like, hmm. I was playing Cut the Rope, and the kids are just like, hmm? <laughs> what? Now, so I'll say this one, too, though, because I remember you'll re- most people listening have some familiarity with Cut the Rope. Either they had it on their phone, they played it a bunch, whatever. Right. I, I highly suggest even for either just watch a video of it or go and download it again. Like, it is a different ball game. Like, I remember when I was showing you the pre-roll before we started recording. Yeah. Like, this is this looks nothing like your grandpa's <laughs> cut the rope, right? Yeah, no, it doesn't. It, they've definitely upped there. They had a bigger budget on this one. I think they might have <laughs> pumped some extra, yeah, just um, creative and aesthetics into this new game. It looks lovely. Like, again, the storybook kind of feel and all these colorful characters. I do not remember it like that, on my phone at least. So. Yeah. Definitely worth a look, and it's just like, it's been interesting to so to you, you know, it, it, in many ways, too, it's my kids finding a loophole, it's which is true. like, well, can we play this game? And I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's like, that's kind of like learning. You're like, uh, I don't like this. <laughs> They're already meeting the checklist that you have yeah. in your head. You're like, well, he's not wrong, but <laughs> I don't like being manipulated and played yeah. like this. Like, like, I know I'm being played, but I kind of like it. So it's right. like, something like, I can do, too. <laughs> yeah. Who's, who's playing who? I don't want to do math. I want to do cut the rope. Let's yeah, I had, go. I had, to I had some of those good moments too, where it's just like, "Hey, Dad, I can't figure it out." I was like, "Swipe, swipe, swipe." Wow, Dad, you got it. He's like, "That's right, son. That's right. I'm a I've genius. Been... Three stars on this level. That's right." I've been known to cut a rope in my time, son. Don't you worry Jeez. about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last one I want to discuss, like, so the the big gift for my kids, as I mentioned before, was the um, they got them both Chromebooks, right? Uh, and, and fairly not beefy. I don't want to call it like that, but like they're good ones. Just because they, they my kids showed the tenacity for it, I want to get them into some like light some light program, just familiarity with computers, maybe even programming, but definitely game creation. I think it's gonna be a very interesting kind of angle yep. that might work really well for them. Because I had my son even asking like, who makes games? I was like, oh son, <laughs> like boys like you, <laughs> boys like you build we games. We can do this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I, for all of those things, I thought it was good. And at, at very least, at some point, I'm sure there's going to be some home days for school. And like, great, you guys can have your own systems. Yeah. The challenge I have right now is that both of them have school emails. Right. right. So any time that they were doing homeschooling, they were given, okay, here's your email address, log in. It's the school account. With these emails comes a whole host of awesome education-forced games, focused games. Right. Right. And these And these are games that... Like their school has said, it is good for your kids to play this. Within, re- I'm, I'm sure they don't want them to do it for like twelve hours a day, but still, just right. like yeah, yeah. school, school sanctioned, these games are good, or, and the, everything on this computer is good. So benefit if I log in with my, I have them log in with their school accounts. Yeah, 
they're in that lane as far as okay everything you touch on here is kind of like sanctioned by your school this is great yeah uh con that my school has some weird insight into what my kid's doing at home on the laptop they have all those metrics now they're like right i just like am i am i it feels off it doesn't feel like it's a good approach and as much as like i i like what they sanctioned i almost would prefer to have their own personal emails for their personal computers in their personal home. Am I overthinking that? No, I would agree. <laughs> Just because, and like, no one's really going to, I don't know. I don't think schools are resourced to look at all that stuff anyway. Like, no one cares. Yeah. But I have my kids using their school email accounts to chat with other kids to set up Minecraft games and discords and all these other chats mm. that are constantly going. And I don't know if those chats are fed back to the school at all. I don't think they are, but maybe the teacher can just pop in at any moment and be like, hey, can I join too? I don't know. Hey, like, kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, And it's like something that's not completely locked down. So like their passwords are school generated for them to remember, right? So they're not great. Yeah. And you're out there in the world, you know, trying to make these game chats happen. So hmm. I much prefer going the personal email route and just separating that a little bit. But yeah. knowing my kids, they're like, I want, like, if they're playing an online game through that stuff, it remembers when you go back to school, right, through your account. So they mm. want their progress or their points or whatever they earn. So that uh, would be the catch. That would yeah. be the, something to think about. It's going to have to cut it off. Yeah, I I think I'm going to do it. I, get, I think I want that separation of school. And <laughs> I think what, what I'm probably going to end up doing is I'll probably log in to their school account and just like write down the names of all the, the, the apps yeah, that they've sanctioned. And, yep. and before I give it to them on Christmas, it'll be like, and here's the same apps you're used to. Don't <laughs> download anything else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here you go. Except I'm going to do my best. To, there is apparently a way to get Minecraft installed on a Chromebook. I've if, heard about that, yes. If you have the right access. So I think the, the one dad pro move I want to try to pull off is get the minecraft on these things so are no wait okay so are you gonna do that before they open them up yeah 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 so so you're gonna be instead this is hilarious so the gaming dad thing instead of like staying up six hours assembling a bike you're up six hours googling how the how do i get minecraft on this chromebook i'm in the i'm in the console like running running bash scripts to try to get like to hack minecraft onto their computers <laughs> the modern day bike yeah, yeah that's right but I don't know if you know Jeff, but kids who play more than three hours a day—that's like, yes. See, there we go. We're just gonna come back to that around. all the time. That'll always be our excuse. Yeah. And hey, gaming dads, we need any excuse we can get. But with that, <laughs> we'll wrap it up there for the weeks. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. A uh, small programming note: uh, next week we're gonna be running the episode where I interviewed my dad, uh, which was a fascinating experience. I'm so happy to have him on tape. But it was asking about some of his his own takes of raising a kid who liked gaming when he himself was just never into that type of thing. So it, it was really, it was fascinating insight for me. I'm so happy to have it. And I think it turned out to be a really interesting episode. Jeff and I, myself, will be back the week afterwards or maybe even the week before that. We'll see how the holidays goes. But, you know, it uh, almost goes without saying. We can't thank everybody enough for this amazing year. 2022 was phenomenal for this podcast. Uh, so many more of you reached out, talked to us. The show was grew very well. We we're very happy about it incredibly excited for 2023 so 
If you made it this far into the show, again, please do reach out at New Dad Gaming or our website, newdadgaming.com. Speaking with you all has been one of the greatest parts of having this podcast and certainly something we're looking forward to in the new year. Uh, Jeff, I usually tend to ramble here at the end, but do you want to peek in a uh, <laughs> no, quick extra word before I wrap up? Yeah, absolutely. Like everything you said, like it was a great year for us. We had a lot of people reach out to the show. We interacted mm. with a lot of new uh, new audience members which was great to see and and just spread our love to other gaming podcasts and get connected with them you've had a lot of you know speakers corner with trevor on other podcasts right and you're still here so it's been Sorry, great to, to to be clear that's like that's that's what jeff's blessing that isn't just that trevor goes off that is true that is true <laughs> me and jeff um, discussed that and i was like he would prefer if i did that so it's yeah like, yeah well trevor you've had a lot of other podcasts yeah, that's right <laughs> you still come back where does it nah, bring you this is home, buddy. This is where yeah. the dads come to no. roost. It's just been a great year again. And if we don't hear or if we don't do that episode during the holidays, you know, happy holidays to everyone. Safe New Year. See you in 2023. But we might be back. It depends on that gaming dad life that happens over the next couple of weeks. And I want to tune in for that um, gaming dad and let's say granddad New dad. Um, episode. <laughs> New grandpa gaming, I guess that episode yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. I am interested in hearing that insight on what it was like because that could apply to a lot of us, I think. Mm. So so very good. All right, everybody, listen. If you like the show, you can find us in all the major podcasting networks. Go Spotify, Google Play, Caster, uh, iTunes, anywhere we get your podcast. Just search for New Dad Gaming. As I mentioned, uh, newdadgaming.com or at newdadgaming on Twitter. Uh, what really does help the show and continues to promote us uh jeff and jeff and i cannot thank you enough if you do this if you do leave a rating and a comment on any of the podcast networks it is a massive help to the show and jeff and i wouldn't be able to thank you enough for it everybody thank you so much for listening this has been new dad gaming until next week my name is trevor and i have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old and i'm jeff i have a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old admit it you kind of want to play vr golf I kind of do now just to meet up and just be horrible at it because I'm horrible at golf. I can be horrible in VR golf. Slice it. Completely. When you blast it into the deep, deep rough, your shoes don't get wet. Not in VR, That's buddy. True. You'll just see me run around on the green just with a club up in the air. Just distracting. Oh. All right, everybody. Remember, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. 